Hey guys, it's your girl Kiara Lachey, and today we are going to be talking about my water birth. A lot of women asked about my water birth and the experience, and yeah, I'm ready to talk about it. Let's go. Somebody, who got some lemon? I need some lemon. (laughs) I'm Kiara Lachey and Kate Pete. You are now listening to the Perfect Couple Podcast. We are far from perfect. (laughs) But as high school sweethearts, we do know a thing or two about having a dope relationship and building generational wealth, all while raising three daughters and being social media famous. In our podcast, we'll discuss everything pertaining to marriage, intimacy, family, fitness, and balancing life in general. Oh, and our crazy journey of how we went from eating dried tuna squares in crusty motels to being CEOs of several multi-million dollar brands. So sit back and enjoy the conversation. Today's episode, we're going to talk about um, my water birth. Quarantine baby. Quarantine baby. Everybody wanted to know how my water birth went. I chose to do a natural birth at home in a water pool or birthing pool is what they call it Mm -hmm. uh, with a midwife and my family around controlling the atmosphere. So let's talk about it. We're going to set up the storyline so y'all know exactly like where our minds were, where our hearts were, where everything was, you know, everything that was happening around the birth as well so where do you want to start babe let's start at the storm the storm part i mean the whole thing is kind of a story okay what do you want to start the time when we i had jokes about quarantine babies yeah we talked about that in our last episode though <laughs> in our in in our episode back when we were explaining to true, them true 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 so yeah, yeah we can start at the storm all right so let's start at the storm so Winter as storm, you know texas if you listened to episode one of season two then you know everything you caught up with everything that's happening right now so um you're also caught up with everything that happened during quarantine (laughs) during the pandemic so during the pandemic also there was a winter storm really really bad winter storm in texas because that's where we are we told you guys that we ended up staying here in houston and um everybody like this is the biggest winter storm that's ever happened here in texas or has it happened before maybe a hundred years ago or something like that long time ago i mean people's electricity was getting shut off for Days at a time. Days, weeks some at a time. Some people didn't have electricity for We're three months weeks. out now, and some people are just now getting their water back. Yep. Pipes were bursting. Our uh, homes were destroyed. Yeah. Went. We had to get them replaced. Right. But wait, so let's go to the beginning of the storm. So, so the storm, you are, at the beginning of the storm, you are 38 weeks pregnant, if I'm not mistaken, and we are nervous. Yeah. Because can nobody get to our house if you go into labor? Right. It was snowing really. It was snowing really bad. The roads were really, really slick. Really bad. And Texas is not made for that. Like, it's not. It wasn't. Texas wasn't prepared because it doesn't normally have weather like that. Initially, I thought it was going to be a day. So when the storm hit and we lost electricity, thought we were going to be good. We stayed in the house Mm -hmm. Uh, basically until it got too cold to stay in the house. Right. And then we were. We had the kids, so mind you, Kevin's mom was there, 
um, Peja, Amari, me, and Kobe's nice and warm in my tummy, <laughs> <laughs> so she was fine. Uh, but it was really cold, mm-hmm. and we packed up and went to my mom's house. Um, yeah. Because they did not have any issues, they didn't have any electrical issues. Any drove um, extremely slow and had never went over thirty miles an hour. That's how bad the roads were. Yeah, the roads were like we were sliding on the way there. And mind you, it's not that far. We're not far from mm-hmm. each other, but we took our time getting there. They don't have any trucks here to pave, you know, to clear roads. No salt trucks, none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, we get to my mom's house. And we're thinking we're going to be there like a day or two, right? We're like, okay, so, you know, we packed up for two days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we packed enough stuff for two days. Um, two days go by, the storm is still happening. Yep. Um, and we're now, still nervous because Key can go into labor at, at any, any moment. time. Yes. So now the whole family pretty much is at my mom's house. Everybody that's <laughs> in Texas is at my mom's house. Uh, we're also, uh, we had gotten a big shipment in of the proteins. Yes. Yes. That was our first time shipping them out. But that was like, was that the second day of the um, storm? Of the storm? I don't know. Yeah, it was the know. second day because he said he got there on Sunday. The storm started on Monday and then he oh, dropped yeah. them off Tuesday. Yeah. So. I uh, was the one who went up there, got that. Yeah. Again, driving slow. Roads still weren't very good. Yeah. Came back. And that's when I stopped by the house to check to see if the electricity was on. Mm-hmm. Still no electricity at the house. Mind you, all of our birthing stuff is at the house. Right. We also can't have a baby without hot water. Right. So we couldn't have it. We have a an electric gas water heater. So we still couldn't have the baby at our house. And so the midwife. I, the midwife was super far. She was far. So she was like, oh, my God, I pray that you don't have this baby right now because I won't be able to make it to you. Mm-hmm. You guys will have to do it via FaceTime or over the phone with me. But we did have your mama. So we I did have super, my mom. She's a nurse. Super yeah. nervous yeah. about that. It was yeah. more so just having the baby in our space because everything that has to go on after the baby Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff so i brought everything to your mom's house at that point Mm -hmm. and so we were just waiting we were gonna (laughs) commandeer their bathroom and i right i told them i was like so we might have to have the baby at your house if that's okay with you (laughs) in your bathroom she was cool with it though they were okay with with it um so again we're doing packages and stuff like that the family is putting labels on the bottles, you know, the containers for the proteins and the energy supplements and stuff. And we're still working during this time. Mm-hmm. I'm big, I'm big and ready to pop at any moment. <laughs> um, and I'm trying to, cause I kept having really bad contractions, kept, yep. like the baby. So I would have to put my feet up like every five minutes. I got to put my feet up, got to put my feet up because if I did too much, she was going to, to appear. Yep. Um, so then, uh, how many days went by? Well, day three was the biggest issue day because that's when I found out the water heaters were broken. Yeah. So I went back to the house to test everything because electricity had came back on for like three hours. Mm-hmm. So I just went to make sure we didn't have any busted pipes. We thought everything was all good. Now, keep in mind, we didn't know the electricity was going to go back off. But that's when I got lucky because I went to check the water heaters, make sure they were okay. And mm-hmm. I left the door open mm-hmm. that goes to the water heaters and happened to go back upstairs, heard all this water just pouring out of something, had no idea what was going on. We have two water heaters in our house and both of them are just leaking water all over the crawl space, just everywhere. So I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. Turn them off and just leave the house. I didn't even, I didn't even trip. I just left. Told Key, water heaters are busted. 
I can't be stressed out. Yeah. So, but we have a place to have the baby, mm-hmm. so we're good. We just still wanted to have the baby in our house. Yeah, because we had set it up the way mm-hmm. we wanted it set up. Our bathroom is my mom's bathroom is pretty big too, but yeah. our bathroom everything was just what we wanted it already at the house. Like yeah. it was set yeah. up perfect, but. Anyways, we were going to do what we had to do because I still did not want to go to the hospital. I didn't want to. I wanted to have the baby at home. A word of birth. That's the period. <laughs> point blank. All right. Um, so when did we actually get to go back home? How many days was it? Like five days? Well, I don't know. Saturday is when I scheduled. Uh, they actually managed to find our water heater because it was parts. Nobody could get parts. Everybody's pipes were busted. Um, the type of water heater we have, they had one available and we managed to get it because mm. there just were none available. Right. So they installed that on Monday. So yeah, it was a week that yeah. we couldn't, that we were worried about having a baby. Yeah. So everybody, my midwife kept texting like, do not walk around the house. Do not just keep your feet up. Keep your feet up. Keep your feet up. <laughs> Don't stress out. Um, you know. And oh, and Sabrina, you know, my bestie, she was trying to get to us. She's in San Antonio, so she was two and a half hours away. So she was like, oh, my God, she was getting sad because she's thinking she can't be here for me because she wanted to be my doula. Mm -hmm. Um, She's been there for each child birth. So she was, you know, getting a little worried that she wasn't going to be able to make it. Um, but she was like, if I have to, I'll drive super, 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 super slow and get there. I'm like, no, no, you know, and she's like, no, I'm going to get there. (laughs) So I said, no, just wait. We should be okay. I'm going to keep my feet up. I'm going to keep, you know, resting, resting until I absolutely can't hold her anymore. Um, so we go home, we finally go home. home We finally get, yeah. And we're good. The house is still. You know, we still had some cleaning up and stuff to do. Right. Some prepping for the baby. Yeah. But we're we're good. And you went in labor Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. So Sabrina got there Tuesday. Yep. Right. Tuesday morning. And um, I wanted this big meal. I wanted this meal. Right. I said, I'm walking this baby out now. We home. I'm ready. So I go for a walk. We go for a walk around the neighborhood. Right. Um, and I knew she was coming. I said, oh, she's, she's coming. I wanted this big meal. Um, I wanted the vegan Salisbury steak, mashed potatoes and gravy, um, mac and cheese, uh, string beans. That's what I wanted. I was like, this is a specific meal that I need. And I'm guessing that I wanted it because I needed to fuel my body for the next day. So I ate this big meal. Next thing you know, I'm like, I shut down. I'm so tired. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm getting ready to have this baby tomorrow. I was having contractions that night, right? Mm -hmm. So basically, I went into labor that night, late that night. Yep. Tuesday Um, night, you went into labor. Yeah. But you have a pattern. What? Just when you're getting ready to have a baby. What's that? You start nesting. You start cleaning. You start doing random stuff. What was I doing random? Just I don't know. You just be picking up stuff that's just totally random. <laughs> and so that's when Tuesday night is when I got the pool ready because I was like, the baby's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I already knew. So tell she was from coming. your, tell from, I'll, okay, I'll talk about my point up until 
going to sleep. And then you also explain your point of view, how you were feeling because, yeah, because I want to explain like both sides. I don't think, I think a lot of times people really are focused on more so the woman because we are the ones having the babies, but they never really wonder what's going on in the man's head. And I would love for you to explain that. So I'll explain up until we went to sleep on my end and then you can explain your part. Okay. So, Again, I asked for the food. Uh, KP and Sabrina made me the best meal. It was so good. It was, it was mainly me, though. It, <laughs> it was really, really good. I think I had two plates. Yes. Not surprising. I had two plates. I was so hungry. Like I said, shut down, super, super tired. But I was before I shut down, I um, was cramping really bad. And I was like, oh, yeah, baby's coming. You know, um, I needed water, water, water. I was just drinking tons of water. And um, I remember, uh, I don't remember if you rubbed my back or Sabrina rubbed my back. Both of y'all probably did at some point in the night. And um, Sabrina was even like, oh, yeah, you having this baby tomorrow. So I'm like, I can't take anymore. I need to go to sleep. I'm so tired. I mean, so tired. Like, it's like, like, like I hadn't slept for, you know, 72 hours. That's how tired I was. Um, And I went to sleep. And so... Uh, what was yours up until that point? How were you feeling up until that point when we got back home? Honestly, after the previous week of being so worried, mm-hmm. I was good. I knew the baby was coming, so I just did what I normally do. Prepare. Which is? Prepare. I so was, how did you prepare this time versus the uh, the last two times? Because remember, this was our first at home no, you know, medication, nothing, water birth. Mine was just making sure there was food in the house, making sure the coconut water was there for your electrolytes. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, I did have some problems with the hose, not, not the street kind, but you know, the hose that fills the pool up. <laughs> I'm not doing this with you today. <laughs> I'm not doing this with you today. It didn't fit the sink. So I had to figure out a way to warm the so that was what I was doing most of the night. I was trying to figure out how it was gonna warm the water. Didn't up. you run it through the house? I mean through the outside? Yeah, so I had to hook the hose up, not the street kind, but I had to hook the hose up from outside the house, run it through the window to the, the street pool up. kind, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> not all hoses are on the street. But go on. <laughs> but you know what I meant. Go I just on. had to give him a point of reference. Mm-hmm. Um So then I had to run to Home Depot first thing Wednesday morning Mm because I needed a bucket because my idea was to fill up the tub in the bathroom with pure hot water Mm -hmm. so I could warm the water up because the water has to be between 97 and 100 degrees. Mm -hmm. And it worked. Oh, you had to get like a little pool there. uh, Yeah, I had to get a thermometer, pool thermometer. Um, What else did I have to do? We already had everything at the house. So we had all the galls. We had. Yeah, the um, midwife had us yeah. uh, purchase a. It was like a birthing box, bir- yeah, basically. That's what it's called, a birthing it box. had like the after, um, the after soak, like uh-huh. ap- you know, all the, the aftercare stuff. All the aftercare. Everything we needed, gloves. I think they used like some type of iodine or something for cleaning or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they were exactly what they were. It doing. was like everything was in there. Yeah. Um, some tea for me afterwards. Mm-hmm. Some after ease for the cramps. The, I just set up the bathroom. Just got the speaker together. I had to you know, position the pool in the right place so everybody could get around it. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure the little plastic thing, the little cover was in it properly. Mm-hmm. So basically I just worked out all the kinks so I wasn't rushing the next day. Yeah, because he always knows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he always knows when his babies are coming. So when we woke up the next morning. I woke up early. Yeah, cause I started filling the pool Yeah, right I, I got up. Yeah, because I said, um, babe, I took a shower and I'm in the shower like, 
Ooh. When you took a shower, I already knew the baby was coming. Yeah. You did that every single time. Every time. Yeah, I do. I get right in the shower. And then when you got out the shower, that's the f- actually, that's the first time your water broke, though. Yeah. You saw it anyway. Yeah, that was so crazy. So I'm in the shower and I'm like, ooh, ooh, it's burning. Like, I am burning down there. Like, I'm like, <laughs> ouch, ouch. Yeah, baby's coming. These are real contractions. These are not Braxton Hicks. Because usually when you have the Braxton Hicks, that's like a little a little preview of your contractions. Just a little bow, a little bow. But these were powerful, okay? So I told him, I said, yep, baby's coming today. Um, Peja came downstairs, too. She goes, I had a dream that Kobe's coming today. And I was <laughs> like, you right. I'm sure she's coming today. Is she coming? So then we um, called the I said, call the midwife. Yeah. And you called her. They got there quick. Well, the first one got there quick. Yeah, I had a team. So, um, uh, she Melissa. She was only like 10 minutes away. Yeah. So, so she, she came. Got there super quick. As soon as she came, my water said, boop, yep. and it broke. It just, and it was like weird because I didn't, I don't know what I was expecting my water break to be like. I thought it was going to be a gush. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like, shoo, like crazy. Like, I don't know, like they have in the movies, right? But um, it was a stream of, I don't know. I'm sorry, baby. You you are psychotic. Your water breaks and you just start laughing. <laughs> that was a little weird. Because it was so weird to me. I was like, what is going on? It was crazy. And it just would not stop. No. So Melissa comes, and that's one of the midwives. She comes, and she just kind of, like, peeks over at me. She's like, hello. And I'm, like, looking between my legs. Hello. <laughs> And she goes, okay, uh, well, let's check you out and see, you know, what's going on. She's like, drink plenty of water, drink water, drink water. So I had some ice water. I had some uh, coconut water. Kevin, like, filled me up with some coconut water, which is my favorite. Um, But it's the, uh, well, I won't say which one it is because they're not paying us. Um, But (laughs) it's one of my favorite brands. Um, And... uh, what else happens? Okay, so then the my the main midwife, she shows up. Her name is Shannon. Shout out to that team because they were amazing. Yeah, they killed that. They were so attentive and so caring and gentle and just really knew what they were doing. Anything. Yeah, they were very knowledgeable and they made me feel comfortable. Like they like they had no worries, so I had no worries. I was nervous the whole time up until the baby started coming. Like mm-hmm. once you once we knew you were going into labor, like after your water broke, I was I was good after that. I was nervous about the process mm-hmm. of the home birth, not the actual home birth. Mm-hmm. But once everybody got there, it's kind of like all you got to do is hold her hand. I ain't got to do nothing else. Right, which which still was a lot for because I was squeezing the crap out of your yes. hand. Um, so so then the midwife's like, okay, lay down. Let's check your um, let's see how far. Uh, long you are as far as being dilated this is one of the least favorite things Mm. okay it was the worst thing so she takes her hand and she's going up 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 elbow yeah and i'm like yeah (laughs) and she's like oh eight and a half centimeters oh my god she's about to be here so i always get super far like Mm -hmm. i have a really high tolerance for pain which I have to mention because I don't want people thinking, oh, Kier said it was easy because it wasn't. But I have a really high tolerance mm. for pain. And anyway, she was like, you're eight and a half. Okay, let's get in the water. Let's go. 
So I get in the water, uh, in the in the birthing pool. Temperature is perfect, by the way. Temperature was perfect. It felt really nice and calming. It really did calm down my nerves. It calmed down. I wasn't really nervous though, because I know the baby got to come out now. Yep. Like I Had can't do anything. Yep. This this crazy lady. She's singing. She. I'm singing in the pool during contractions. They playing my music and I'm singing. How was your day, babe? Ooh, was it kind of rough? Cause I know. They said that's the first time they seen somebody sing through their contractions. So it helped me. Okay. <laughs> um, and I will say this: uh, a tip for the ladies that are trying to do this, or even when, if even if you're giving birth at the hospital, breathe through your contractions. From the top of your head to the bottom of your feet, breathe through it because it's so easy to grab on something and start going crazy because it does hurt. You feel like panicking. But if you breathe through it, it helps so much. Um, so just a little piece of advice for you guys. Uh, so again, I'm drinking plenty of water, coconut water. Um, now I have, I have my mom there. I have my, my step, my stepmom. <laughs> I don't have a stepmom. I have my mom there. I have my mother-in-law there. Um, I, my, my babies are there. You know, we got Peja and Amari. Of course, KP is right there, right there in my face. He's looking at me, telling me everything going to be good. Um, we have the midwives there. We have Sabrina, my bestie. She's rubbing my back. My mom's rubbing my back. They're taking turns, pouring water on my back. Um, I just had a really amazing village. That was important to me. I wanted to set the mood how I wanted it. This way I can control my environment. That's one of the, my most favorite things about this water birth. Because um, in the hospital, it's very, it's not so personable, right? Like, yeah, sterile. It's very sterile and very, like, cut and dry, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and you don't get the extras. You don't yeah. get to do what you want to do with your new baby. yeah. You the know. the doctors are always in a, a rush or something because they just got they just delivered a baby they got to go deliver another one you're right in between mm -hmm. like so it was really cool because I had all the attention on me my and my baby you got to hold the baby immediately mm -hmm. wait we gotta talk what talk through the story like what we gotta talk through it uh, I thought you was already there I ain't there yet okay, oh no oh there. no I'm not there yet so. Anyways, I'm breathing through the contractions. They hurt like crap. I'm not going to lie to you. It felt like, I don't know. It was hurting really bad. It hurt. And at this point, I'm like, it's too late to ask for drugs. <laughs> oh, ain't no drugs. There's no, There's no it's, drugs too late. Anyway. Go, it's too late to go back. Midwives like, can't administer it. So yeah, just, no, I'm saying like, yeah, it's that's it. Like, let's it. just go through. Let's just push through. Uh, you can't turn. There's no turning back now. No. That's what I said in my head. And so, again, I'm singing. I'm laughing. I'm having fun with them. But then, you know, I'm trying to position myself. Um, I try to sit regularly in the pool. When that contraction came, though, that sitting down regularly was <laughs> trash. <laughs> so I got on my I was on my knees. It yeah. was better for me. And I had my hands over the pool and. And KP was holding my my hands and stuff like that and giving me hugs. And my mom was hugging me. And everybody was just, again, uh, the room was full of support and love. And I can feel all that. And all that stuff really matters because you're releasing these happy hormones right before you have the baby. And it helps you relax. And it helps the baby to come out a lot better as well. So now we get into the point. They're checking, again, they're checking the my um, to see how far I've dilated. So now I'm at nine and a half baby coming. Mm -hmm. Right. 
Whew. So, um, breathing through it, breathing through it. Uh, next thing you know. Well, you what? had went up a couple octaves. With what the, happened, with the babe? Yelling. What happened? What, when the baby came out? Yeah. Oh, you just... You just went up a couple octaves. We knew the baby was coming. Yeah. You got to do it like when you showed me. How did I sound when I, when you knew the baby was coming out? What did I do? The scream, my no, the noise that I made when the baby was coming out. <laughs> what did you? He goes. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> the 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 fire. <laughs> It went from like regular, just she was keeping the yelling even to going up like six octaves. Man. And I knew the baby was coming. But the funniest thing is when she relaxed, I knew the baby came out, but I didn't see, I couldn't see the baby. The sensation that I felt, it felt like somebody took a blowtorch and put it up my, hoo-hoo, put it up Cooch? There. Yeah. Put it up my cooch. <laughs> blowtorch cooch that's what i felt it burned so bad <laughs> it was quick though um it was the, quick. the the midwife she takes her listen so the midwife she takes her hand up and pulls the helps to pull the baby out i'm pushing it was one big big push so i'm like ah! pushing 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 push baby comes out and i'm like <sighs> yeah that's what i said could down. not see the baby because i thought the baby was gonna shoot out the back yeah she came through the front yeah. she came whoop. so she comes out and i'm just relieved that's funny because you was relieved and i was worried because i'm like where where's my baby where's the baby i'm literally <laughs> looking behind you i cannot see the baby so then they grab her up she's perfect and I start crying like a baby. I mean, on the video, and we might show a little bit of that. Um, or I guess for this, we'll let you guys hear a little bit of it. But you can hear me sobbing. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm crying my eyes out because I'm so happy. I'm relieved. I'm so happy my baby is here and she's safe. And I'm just grateful and I'm thanking God. And I'm just so happy. I'm, I'm just so cheesy. happy. And, you know, I'm proud of us. I was so proud of us. We did it. I was proud of me. I was proud of the baby. She did it. She worked hard to get here. It's so many things that happen when you're having a baby. So it's very scary, like, especially because we've had, we've lost babies in the past, like miscarriages and stuff. So again, it's for me, it's very emotional when, you know, we have that baby, that baby is safe, that baby's first cry. That's just, it's nothing like it. So, um, Yeah. It, it was a beautiful moment. Um, so then we have to get out. Mm -hmm. Baby's fine. They, you know. They're still attached. We're still attached. Now, mind you, in the hospitals, they would cut it right off. They cut the umbilical cord right away. So our midwives, they were like, if you want to do this, we keep the. Um, uh, we keep the baby attached to the, the placenta baby for an hour. Right. So I have the placenta in there for an hour still. I have not delivered the. No, I delivered the placenta. You delivered the placenta on the bed. Right on the bed. So after you move to the bed, right, you're still the baby's still attached to it, right, and then you delivered it, right, which also sucked. She's pushing my stomach. I'm literally mm -hmm. having another delivery. Yep. Right. So that was two deliveries in one day. Okay. Oh, and they told me to pick my favorite meal, 
have that. So I asked my stepdad, which I call him Pops. That's my Pops. Um, he's more than a stepdad to me. Um, Mark, I asked him, can you please make my favorite, which is pizza. He makes the best vegan pizza for us. It's so good. So that's what I wanted. Um, but yeah, we delivered the placenta. The baby is attached to the placenta for a while. Then KP cuts it. Yep. Um, I hold the baby. We kind of take a nap. I think we took a nap. I was done. You hold was, the baby immediately too. Yeah. Unlike at the hospital where they take you and they put them on a little Right, they start cleaning the baby off right away. So, yeah, they didn't clean the baby off right away, which was dope. Absorb into the baby's skin. Yeah, so they said it was better for the baby's skin and um, just it was not necessary to clean her off right now. So, I have her on my chest and we're resting and we're trying to, you know, breastfeed and all that stuff. And everything, again, was just very natural no and shaking no nope. none of that this time so the difference yeah when i had the epidural before i hated the epidural by the way i hate the big old um uh syringe in my spine it hurt so bad it's just like a pain that's like very unnecessary like this is stupid um and then you have this jittery this shaking like you're uncontrollably shaking after the baby because your legs are numb you can't move i just didn't like it you're disoriented mm-hmm. so after this i felt so much clearer i didn't feel any of that and that's why if i had to do it all over again i definitely would have had Peja um this way and amari the same way um because the epidural is just not it for me plus i always go to like eight and a half centimeters nine centimeters i'm almost having the baby anyway why would you even give me uh the epidural i wanted the option to not have it anyway um and just know ladies that this is your body so whatever you feel is necessary for your birth you need to speak up and not you know let anybody punk you into doing anything that you don't want to do especially black women um they feel like they want to tell you how to have the baby how to do that how to feel how to how you feel oh you're not hurting that bad no speak up and be very persistent please because we lose too many too many women, especially black women, um, through childbirth. Um, you know your bodies. Listen to your body. Take it seriously and do what you need to do, okay? Um, don't back down from these doctors because they think that they know. They don't know. They don't know. You know your body. So um, that was just a little side lesson. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm breastfeeding the baby. We're resting. I'm tired. Mark brings in a fresh pizza. So amazing. I was so happy. Um, And after that, I was just really knocked out, just resting me and the baby. It was a beautiful experience, though. Like, I really enjoyed. It sounds crazy to say that because it was painful at the same time, but I really enjoyed, you know, the water birth. It was cool. To you, what was the difference? Like, I mean, like. I don't know. They just, the midwives were better in the hospital than me. Way better. Because I just felt like the whole time they had everything under control. I remember with, uh, was it Peja or Amari? It was Peja when the doctor came in and realized how far that the baby was coming out. And Mm -hmm. she starts panicking. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't none of that. It was everything was chill. Mm -hmm. Um, My advice to would-be fathers, relax. You talking to somebody, I got three little girls. I passed out with the first one. <laughs> Not because of the baby. Every time I tell somebody that, they think yeah. when the baby came out, it just saw blood or something and passed out. No, this was after everything was done. After the baby came, 
cut the umbilical cord. Now, I didn't eat for a whole day before that. I was stressed out. And I think just when everything was done, kind of emotionally just washed. First baby, all the emotions just kind of poured out. Mm-hmm. And I went down with them. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. And I couldn't even hold my baby for like two hours after that. Yeah. So, Mari, I was much more relaxed. But this one, it was like chill. Super After they chill. went to sleep, I just was with Paige and Amari, and mm. we just chilled until they woke up. Yeah, they came to see their sister, and they were so excited, so happy. So then after um, that, the midwife, uh, they stay. They yeah. stay until... They were there for a few hours afterwards. Yeah, because then... Um, they're like, okay, they, they, I had an herbal bath, but I didn't have my herbal bath that day. I had mine the next the day because I was just too tired. I didn't want to get up. Um, but they go over all the aftercare for you. Again, very attentive, very knowledgeable. So shout out again to Shannon, Melissa, and I can never remember the other girl's name because she was always so, 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 so quiet. <laughs> um, uh, but that, that team was just beautiful. So if you're in uh, Houston, Texas, um, I have to figure out how to put her information down, but she was absolutely amazing. Shannon, I'll put her and information. And they cleaned up. And they cleaned up. Like so they're just. I got the pool ready, but they broke everything down. They got mm-hmm. the water out of it. They drained it. Mm-hmm. They they did everything. Yeah, they like were amazing. After the baby was born, there was no cleanup left. There was nothing. They did everything. A it ten out of a ten. Yep. Straight up. I have no complaints about them because then the next day they come mm-hmm. and they check up on me. They call, they FaceTime, like everything. They came, check up on me and the baby, um, did some vitals for the baby, some more vitals for the baby. Um, but yeah, they were just A1. Yep. A1. If you are thinking about having a home birth, I highly recommend it. Now, again, I don't know about your pain tolerance. If your pain tolerance is really low, you might want to go ahead and get some drugs up in you. But if you think, I mean, our bodies were made for having children. It is painful, but I feel like if you have the right energy around you, um, it's a lot less painful than Mm -hmm. it could be. You know what I'm saying? Like all of those emotions and endorphins and stuff like that are really um, crucial to how it turns out you know what i'm saying so having a quarantine baby was crazy it was crazy mainly because what pushed us more so to go into the home birth also was i couldn't go to any of the doctor's appointments so at first before we switched and said we were going to do a home birth we were going the traditional route but because of covid i couldn't even go in the hospital for any checkups the first sonogram i wasn't there yeah Um, i said no way i wasn't there for anything i wasn't allowed in the hospital yeah he had to sit in the parking lot and in i the wouldn't car. have been there for the birth yeah wasn't gonna, nobody was going to be allowed in the room for the birth yeah and i did not i didn't think that there was, was a cool. whole bunch of women having babies on their own right so then we went to the home birth and then we got the sonogram done at a lab outside the hospital so i was able to go to the next one mm-hmm. i was at all the doctor's appointments after that yeah so it was much, much much better experience yeah and i wanted to do it anyway yeah hopefully we don't do have another pandemic but yeah you know that whole situation made the whole thing more difficult doing it the the traditional route of going Mm -hmm. to the hospital and you know what else though the midwife i would say would you say they're a little pricey compared to the hospitals no 
if you're paying if you paying without insurance, mm-hmm. no, it's way cheaper. Yeah, we paid for. You can Amari. pay it in installments. Yeah. Um, you don't have to pay but it all at once. Just total. It's yeah. total. It was half the price. Yeah, half the price, and a hundred times better. <laughs> yep. Really, and even with the when we first was when we were first going to the doctor's appointments. Well, when I was first going to the doctor's appointments, they were very like. To me, they didn't know what they were doing. And they like, tried us. They charged us for stupid stuff. We had to get a genetic test, yeah. which they came back and charged us $600 for that day. Because they messed up on the blood work. Yes. So it was $600 that day and $1,200 for a phone call with the genetic specialist. That, child, please. Genetic specialist. Even tell us what we were having the meeting for. I was so irritated in that little stupid phone meeting. I was like, look, look. <laughs> Is the baby okay or not? They were like, That's yeah, we're I'll just f- seeing one thing and the baby Girl. might be another thing. So Bye. we're like, so what are you trying to tell me? Oh, we don't know. I was irritated. So like, keep in me mind, they're not telling us this thing costs $1,200. Right. It was like we paid for the visit mm-hmm. and then we get a bill two weeks later. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why don't we get a $1,200 bill? And they were like, for a five-minute phone call? With people that didn't know what they were talking about at that. So ridiculous. Pissed. I was pissed And they off. wanted us to go back because yeah. the regular sonogram at the hospital was $60. Right. So we had to go up two store, two floors mm-hmm. to the specialist so we could pay $600 for the same thing yeah. and they wanted to send us back. Yeah, I said, no, absolutely not. I said, you pay it. Y'all crazy. And then we were like, why are we going to them again just so they can do the sonogram? And they didn't have a reason. Right. So... Yeah, so that's another thing that turned me off from that. And like I said, with Shannon, with our midwife, we went to every appointment. She took her time and she said, Mm -hmm. do you have any other questions for me? Is there anything else I can, you know, make you feel more comfortable, like, with this experience? You know, just very amazing. (laughs) That's all I got to say. So if you are even thinking about it, I would highly, highly, highly recommend making sure you have a, do your research on your Absolutely. midwives and your and I had a doula. My best friend was my doula, so it was a very nice environment. And my mom, um, but yeah, just just make sure you do your research. And don't um, be afraid of your home size. Yeah, you can put the pool anywhere. They have plastic mm-hmm. that goes on the floor if you have carpet. Mm-hmm. So it can be in any room in the house. It doesn't have to. And be it's in the not bathroom. messy. It was well, mine wasn't messy. No, it wasn't messy. So a lot of people think like, oh, uh-uh, not in my house. You ain't gonna mess up my house. And it's a house, one, it can be cleaned up. Two, it's an experience that you'll never forget. Yeah. It wasn't messy at all. No. It wasn't, it wasn't messy at all. Plus, like I said, the midwives cleaned everything up immediately afterwards. Yeah. So yeah. I literally for cleanup I did nothing. The only thing I did was put the hose back and not yeah. the street kind. Not all hoses are on the street. I get it, but I just have to give it, you know, just let them know a uh, reference point. Thank you. That was it. So yeah, any anything else? Nah, that, that's pretty that was, much it. it. Was yeah, the best birthing experience out of the three. Yeah, I would say so too. So Kobe Rose came in with a bang, and mm-hmm. and she's been killing it ever since. <laughs> <laughs> three months later, I feel good. Same thing happened to me though. Um, when right after the babies are born, like immediately after the babies are born, mm-hmm. I don't touch them because I'm afraid of them. Yeah, because she's so big over there. Yeah, like, I don't be wanting to... I was really afraid of Peja. Like, <laughs> afraid of her. When they said, oh, we could... <laughs> you want me, us to leave her here? We could take her back to the nursery. I was like, take her back, take her back. <laughs> <laughs> I was asleep. I would have said no. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. I don't want to. I don't want to. 
I didn't trust myself alone with Peja. Yeah, he but thought he, he was going <laughs> to just tumble over or drop her or something. But, but you've they'd be been like, very gentle. Do you want to hold the baby? And I'd be like, uh, I, I mean, I do, but. You've been a gentle giant with your babies. You know how to hold your child, your children. I'd still be afraid of them, though. I didn't touch Kobe for about for a few hours. Yeah. I didn't want to hold her. I'd be, I don't know what I'd be thinking, but I'd, I'd be afraid of them when they first come out. That's hilarious. Well, I held her, and it was awesome. We had an amazing nap. <laughs> <laughs> And it was great. But, um, yeah, so that's it. I just wanted to share that with you guys because a lot of y'all on my Instagram and YouTube were asking about it. I have video. Uh, we got I've, one really good angle, though. We have. Ain't nothing but cheeks in that one. Horrible angle, okay? <laughs> horrible. You guys will I set not, that one up. <laughs> you, you guys will not get that angle. But I might put, like, a little bit on there or, or not. I don't know. No, I, that's too personal. It looks really good, though. No. <laughs> That's too personal. I don't think that's a good idea. I think that's the best But thing we might put like little clips here and there so you guys can kind of feel the energy in the room. Um, it's nothing like in person, but you can still get the gist of it. Uh, but yeah, it was beautiful. Um, highly recommended. And yeah, um, good luck to everybody out there that's uh, planning on doing it. Um, we wish you prayers and uh, safe and healthy delivery. Shout out um, to all the parents out there who had quarantine babies. We are in a <laughs> unique clique. Yes. You know, it's not too many people that's going to be able to say they, you know, had a baby during a quarantine. Uh, there's a, a lot of people that can say that. Yeah, but it's still a small percentage of babies. True. You know what I mean? When, and shout as out. As they get older, you're going to be like, you're a pandemic baby. Right. Right. I was born in a pandemic. And shout out to all the fathers that are excited about their children being born that are there for their significant others that are prepping and you know they take on a lot mm -hmm. um i know kp took on a lot while i was pregnant and i appreciate the way that you handle it the way that you handled all of that stress was so graceful so thank, thank you. you thank you no for real you did that well you know when i do what i do you do it i know exactly right okay Anywho, <laughs> no, but shout out to all the fathers out there as well um, that's, that's pushing for their significant others to have a stress-free mm -hmm. delivery. And I say shout out to all the fathers, but especially the black fathers out there because Absolutely. we get such a bad rap, like we a walking joke, and this ain't no game to me. Right. I love being a father. Right. And I love you being a father. Thank you. And, especially, uh, um, and speaking of being black... Uh, shout out to Say It Loud, which is our uh, brand new baby. It's our brand new clothing brand um, launching June 1st. Some we are wearing pieces. it right now. That's all we wear is um, Say It Loud or oh, that's all we wear is Say It Loud or Peja and Amari. Um, those Stay are rocking two. our brands. Yeah. We hope you guys do the same. Yes. So please support by going to sayit-loud.com. Um, if you're listening to this after June 1st, 2021, then it is already launched. Um, if you're not, then it, just wait <laughs> and support. Um, this is one of the sponsors for our podcast. Another sponsor is pageandamari.com. Mm -hmm, our uh, luxury clothing brand. And 
ifyoucanmove.com, our online gym with wonderful dance workouts and many more different types of workouts. Teamlache.com. Fitness accessories. (laughs) And last but not least, justmovesupplements.com keeps us nice and fed with the protein, keeps us nice and strong. And Um, it tastes great. And it tastes amazing. All all of the flavors are southern delicacies. All Uh, I say is try it. Yeah. Try it one time. Even if you don't like protein, this is definitely for you. We got a lot of people who have never had protein before, and they absolutely love it. And we got a lot of people who've had a lot of different proteins, and they Mm -hmm. say it's the best one they've ever had. Yeah. So check it out. Check out the reviews for yourself. JustMoveSupplements.com. Support in any way you can, depending on you can do all the stores or one or two or three. Tell everybody about it. That's how you can support as well. Word of mouth is also very helpful. Um, and we all just, about building a black economy. Let's get it. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that in the next episode, episode three. Um, thank you so much for listening to us. Follow us on our social medias at Kiara Lachey. KP underscore the CEO. Why you always forget? Because I don't. I'm okay. going to get better with my social media. You said that last time. I know. Okay. I'm going to work on it. All right. Uh, follow us on <laughs> social media. And of course, the Perfect Couple podcast, Instagram as well, at the Perfect Couple podcast. All right. See you guys next time. Oh, leave a five-star review on our podcast as well. You better leave a five-star review. (laughs) We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Peace. Peace.